0: Today is ours, let's live it. And love is strong, let's give it. A song can help, let's sing it. And peace is dear, let's bring it. The past is gone, don't rue it. Our work is here, let's do it. The world is wrong, let's right it. The battle is hard, let's fight it. The road is rough, let's clear it. The future fast, don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours.
1: people this is your girl Arielle Dominique and this is the launch of season 2 episode 22 222, you feel me of say it with your Breasts podcast I'm really excited to be back for another season I took a break it was much needed much um, growth happened in that time a lot of planning, a lot of planting seeds and now we are back and we are excited and I am so grateful to all of you for listening tuning in and sharing it please continue to do that So, this is the episode representing 222, the number of faith and trust signifying one's life and balance, a sign to have faith in how life is unfolding. If you see 222, those repeating numbers, it's saying that something positively significant could happen if there is trust in yourself, in your inner desires, and in your life's purpose. And if there's anybody that I know who has always lived her inner desires and her life's purpose, that is my mom so I just am super excited again to start this season with this episode and I just hope that you all continue to not only um, help share and support but you know send me some other young ladies who are interested in sharing their stories because everyone and I mean everyone has an important story to tell to help somebody grow and somebody become the better version of who they want to be so let's dive in again thank you so much please please follow at say it with your Breast. and you can follow me at starring arielle a-r-i-e-l-l-e thank you and let's do it season two
0: Pretty much. Good,
1: good, good. All right. So I am finally back for season two of Say With Your Breast podcast. And I have a wonderfully special, awesome personal guest, my mother, Dr. Pastor Mary Brown. Did I say it all in the right order? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm very excited because Mother's Day just passed, and we're getting an opportunity to just hang out, go get something to eat today. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to interview you first for season two, because it feels good. It's like right after Mother's Day. Yes, and I So that's perfect. Yeah. And it's good timing. So how are you? How have you been? What's new?
0: Oh, I feel good now. Why? Because lately, I guess as you get a certain age, just like things want to come down upon you. Yeah, like health-wise? Like health-wise, yes. But it's so good when you can uh, just eat healthy Mm -hmm. and then try things that's kind of like you said, holistic. You know just natural stuff to me it just works real good for me and yeah. since you told me a certain thing I did that it know, probably
1: makes uh I mean to me it just makes a little bit of a difference
0: it not just to me a like
1: little. you know if if it's something that's gonna help your digestion mm-hmm. because you know how important gut health is yes I'm like reading about um gut health right now mm-hmm. There's this book called The Good Gut, Mm -hmm. and there's another one called, what is that book called? I forgot what it is, but I have The Good Gut and some other book, Mm -hmm. so I kind of want to learn about that whole system. Mm -hmm. I'm a nerd. I get that from you and dad reading all the time.
0: (laughs) But you know what I like about it? I went to a, that was last Monday, I think it was, I joined a group, and I like that.
1: Mm -hmm. It's called
0: T.O.P.S., taking off Tops sensibly. T.O.P.S., And what we do, is we support one another. And I was telling them what I had been going through with acid reflux. I said, my daughter told me about this Mm -hmm. enzyme, digestive enzyme. And you know what? We had a guest speaking. She was so sweet. But Mm -hmm. like she said, and it's true, what she said was was well said. No pun taken, but she said, always check with your doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you're going through. So that same day, I went straight and checked with my doctor. Yeah. And you know what my doctor told me?
1: Yeah,
0: baby, there's nothing wrong with that. Take it. Yeah, I have not had a problem since I've been taking it, yeah. and it wasn't real for the acid reflux, but it's just
1: for your digestion. It's for your digestion. Yeah, it's good for. Um, so what she's talking about, you guys, is is mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is for like gluten and casein allergies. And I went to an allergy doctor because my main thing was I wanted to be able to sing clearly, and I was having a lot of mucus buildup where yeah. you're coughing, you're sneezing you can't really sing well because you're full of mucus mm-hmm. so I wanted to find something you know a reason why mm-hmm. the mucus was a problem and I realized like anything dairy was making it worse yeah so I said okay well I don't have lactose intolerance because those symptoms don't match what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. it has to be something else so I looked online and all these different forums and someone had mentioned casein as an allergy and I was like, oh, maybe that's it. So I went to the allergy doctor, told him I think it's casein. He was like, no, you're making that up. <laughs> and I was like, I promise I'm not making it up. It's real. He's like, no, okay. you're making it up. So I was like, okay, well, I'm 1,000% sure that's the allergy that I have. And that's why I'm having the same reactions all these hundreds of other people and are saying they have. And now they actually sell a milk without the casein protein.
0: That's right.
1: Because it... Causes an allergic reaction like mm-hmm. your body doesn't respond to it and it creates all this mucus around it to protect you from it mm-hmm. But that mucus makes you feel sick. It That's causes right. you to feel you know, stuffy. So anyway I'm glad that you're feeling at least better and that I'm it's not as you better. know Better
0: and bad. now I can eat but slowly. Yeah, I'm taking my time to chew my food at least 30 times before swallowing, girl. Oh, that's a and lot. And it works that's because... Homework. It, that's <laughs> homework. I, it's that's so homework. <laughs> so it works what? to eat. But I count my what? shoes. It helps my stomach where yeah. I won't have to work so hard. And it works.
1: That's awesome. And... Well, I'm, I'm happy.
0: Me too. I was um,
1: curious what you thought about women's health now because they have all this, you know, the new uh, legislation and stuff about... Uh, women's rights and Mm -hmm. whether or not women should have the right to do, make any decisions Mm -hmm. over their bodies and what happens to their bodies. Mm -hmm. And what do you think? Like, do you think that government should kind of stay out of that, those decisions? Or is it to, do you think they're trying to protect people from Mm -hmm. themselves? Like, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Personally, I think government should stay out of women's Decision, especially about their bodies. Mm -hmm. What do the government know about you and your body? Yeah. Well, that's. But it's
1: interesting. What do you think compared to when you were growing up? Do you feel like young women had the same like voice as they do today, or do you think women should stand up more, or do you think they stood up more back then?
0: No, women were more silent back then. Mm -hmm. But I noticed when I was in school. Southern University in the 70s, mm-hmm. 60s and 70s, college women were more outspoken uh-huh. compared to their parents. Mm-hmm. Their parents was raised more in a area, most of them really, to take whatever the people say.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. It. Don't make any yeah.
0: excuses. Don't cause any problems. But we are now focusing on women who are more outspoken now. Mm-hmm. Before, I couldn't hardly say anything. If my mother says be quiet, or put it like this, hush, mm-hmm. you had better be quiet. And right. the women back then, if you look back back then, most women, if you did anything wrong, mm-hmm. they said telephone, telegraph, or tell a woman. They didn't have all the accessories that we have today. Yeah. Okay? You didn't have no cell phone.
1: So it's always interesting talking to my mom because she is, um, she grew up in the fifties, sixties, seventies. And so she really, really got to see the transformation of the times and like modern popular times. I'm not talking about like the thirties, but (laughs) she got to see modern culture become popular and from music to movies, TV, um, as many of our parents have, you know, many of our parents got to see women's rights movements, from the beginning of, you know, pop culture to now, and I can definitely tell the differences in how um, she grew up and how I grew up, and I definitely wasn't able to just talk smack to my mother, but when it came to having opinions about things as a child, um, as long as it wasn't butting into adult business, but if it was about news or politics or um, music and fashion and what was going on in the world um, I felt like I did have an opportunity to have a voice you know as I was growing up and I also was in classes in school where we got to voice our opinions we were encouraged to so it's really interesting talking to my mom about this but we're going to go back to the conversation um, because I know that there's a lot of differences now um, with generation gaps between how women who are um, you know 50 and older how they see young women today and I definitely I definitely think that they sometimes question our um, decision making when it comes to what we wear and whether or not we get married and whether or not we want kids and, and how we redefine ourselves. And it's interesting talking to my mom about this, but I'm going to jump back into the conversation. Um, let's see what else she has to say. Oh. Do you think we should still have home economics in school? I think so. Yeah, I, I think don't care
0: how much they get on Facebook or YouTube. YouTube, yeah, all these different things. Learn how to, you know, have home economics. Yeah, teach these young people how to sew. Yeah, teach them how to cook. I think
1: everyone should get at least basic life yes. skills. Like you used to take your high school students to the laundry laundromat, I sure did. take them to the bank, how to write a check, yes. how to make a, you know, open an account. How to clean your own things, how to donate, how That's to right. volunteer—all just all of these things that help make a person a whole person That's in society. Right. And then I think they, because of either funding or value systems have changed, or whatever the yes. cause, then they've taken a lot of that out, mm-hmm. including some of the sciences, some mm-hmm. of the physical education,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: you know, even some of the um, civics classes. And I'm
0: glad you said that. You know, they don't <laughs>
1: even know. Like they don't. If you ask. <laughs> You ask, like, most young people, what are the three branches of government? They couldn't tell you. They'd behavior. say the president, the vice president, and the secretary. That's right. That's right. They don't know.
0: They don't know. They you really know? don't. If they don't change our system of teaching our children, mm-hmm. I'm going to be scared for anybody to, uh, if I get sick and go to the hospital, I don't want no young person Yeah being you know, your doctor being my doctor yeah. I want somebody that's compassionate somebody that's concerned yeah. somebody that's patient somebody that has the love for what they're doing yeah. but you go to the doctor most of them not, not all of them they don't care if you if they don't wait on you yeah. I, the ones I go to so far they're so good
1: that's good because I've mean, walked out of doctor's office for sitting in there for two and three hours it's like I'll just reschedule somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Who are some of the women that were probably the most inspiring to you growing up? Growing in college, up, high in school,
0: college. whatever. Yeah. Well, one of the main ones for you going on the gospel side was Mahalia Jackson. Yeah. I admire her because she stood up for what her belief, what mm-hmm. she believed in. Mm-hmm. Then I admire Coretta Scott King, mm-hmm. even after her husband was killed was killed and everything yeah she kept she kept she kept the faith yeah she kept on walking by faith and not by sight then another one that admired me the most was aretha franklin Mm -hmm. even though she came from a background a baptist background where her father was a pastor and everything she went and pursued her goals Mm -hmm. and that's what people have to understand today what was my goal or what is my goal now don't block your children for excelling for doing the things that they want to do because most of your children if you raise them right they will find their destiny yeah. i'm looking at you you oh. are a mighty force oh. well, I that mean, i thanks. admire <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you why i admire not because you're my child it's because i see where you're headed. you headed. Yeah. you know that's, that's what god exactly. is looking for us to do you know most of parents today we want to t- um, the young parents today, can mm-hmm. I say that? The young mothers today. They're taking up for their children, mm-hmm. even if they're wrong. Mm-hmm. If they're wrong, then let them know they're wrong. Mm-hmm. If they're right, let them encourage them, regardless to what. Yeah. But you got to start when they're little. They t- I have a friend of mine who tells me all the time, She so said, you have the most, the daughter you have, you raised her. I said, sure, the Bible says you got to start when they're what? Little. Mm-hmm. I said, and after that, push them out when they grow up let them find their own destiny mm-hmm. and don't discourage them encourage them mm-hmm. and that's what is happening to a lot of our uh, mothers to, in this society mm-hmm. the mothers want to be too much like their children you can't be like your children yeah it's you a, had, your time, you a had your time to be a child you had your time to be a child you're not a child no let them be a child and yeah. you keep on feeding them what good thoughts good vibes good vibes let them know that i'm gonna love you regardless to what because what i did back then god did not have inverted me but that doesn't mean he has to convert everybody right then. Mm -hmm. So what is happening in the world today, that's why a lot of things are falling like never before. Mm -hmm. Uh, What
1: do you think uh, about the community of black women? Uh, Do you feel like, I mean, we have, I think as of recent, the whole black girl magic mm -hmm. sort of movement, I don't think it's official movement, but socially and because of social media, the stories and the the uh, inspiration is out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's accessible. If you want inspiration or you want to find examples of success, even if it's through hard times mm-hmm. or whatever, those stories and those those um, messages, those images mm-hmm. are out there. Mm-hmm. But do you think, as a society and as young women, do you think we do enough inner work before we maybe start families or? getting certain jobs mm-hmm. or pursue certain goals do you think there's a certain amount of inner work and and learning yourself mm-hmm. and things like that that should happen
0: I think so the inner work starts with you first mm-hmm. of all you got to have a goal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that inner work starts with you where do you see yourself in ten years from now or where do you see yourself in five years from now mm-hmm. you start what you start you, you start planning your work mm-hmm. and then you work your plan and once you do those things at a certain length of time, you've already want to set the examples for yourself. Why? Mm-hmm. First of all, if you want to write that book.
1: Mm-hmm. You start getting
0: your material together, don't you? Right. You start planning it right now. Right. Because you start gathering all the material, you need. then you put it together. It's like a collage. You mm-hmm. put it all together. Then you what? You tune it out. You read what's good and what's not good. You what? throw it out. So I do believe that if you plan now for your future, anybody, Mm -hmm. don't, you know, the old people used to say, a lot of people get the horse before the cart. Yeah. You know, or was it the cart before the horse? But whatever it is, if you plan your work, God will do the rest. First of all, it's left up to the individual. It's left up to the woman. It's left up. To where do you? What, what do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Some people don't want to do anything. They want to Which sit on the. So
1: weird to it's me. It's weird because you have so many. I mean, none of your days are really guaranteed. No, but you hope to have enough days to do something.
0: Exactly, <laughs> help
1: something or build yes, something, create yes, something yes. or you know and you've written a book so tell me about that was that process something that you had always wanted to do or oh. did you kind of just get inspired like oh you know what i think i'm going to make a book out of this and mm-hmm. then just kind of happened like that organically
0: i always wanted to write from a child mm-hmm. i would write little stories i would write little poems but when i made up my mind to do God's work he started bringing Ideas into my head and I started looking around. I started seeing the family falling like never before I started seeing marriages not sticking together. Mm -hmm. I started seeing more people living together It's a lot of things that I and I'm not criticizing nobody Mm -hmm. And then I just started I said, you know, I started writing Then all of a sudden I went to theology school And I started putting things together and one of the instructors said you ought to write a book about all the different uh, churches or the different denominations what they believe and what I said oh, no that's gonna cause a lot of confusion a lot of problems mm-hmm. I'd rather go with what the Lord gave me Yeah. and people criticize and go you you're not gonna ever publish that book mm-hmm. blah 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 you know how people yeah. talk
1: people always, always talk. <laughs> talk
0: and I said honey I had already planned my work yeah. I started working it out but let me tell you something I didn't know too much about how to put it together but the old saying like God always have a ram in the bush. Mm -hmm. One day I walked into this place and this young lady walked over to me. She said, you're writing a book and you don't know how to do this and that with it? I said, no, she said, give me here. I'll show you what to do. I'm not going to call her name. But to this day, I owe her a lot because of her. She showed me how to take that book, publish it, how to self-publish, how to put it together. And then people that bought the book, I appreciate them. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate it even more when you went back and reread that book. -hmm. You put your final thought, mama. You should. those little ideas. Those little ideas work. And guess what? That book is being used, has been used. Right. And even in here, it has been used. Yeah. Because it can minister. It's really why go buy everybody else's book and you got somebody right here?
1: Yeah. Local. Right.
0: How can I get that book? And
1: tell them the name of your
0: book. Oh, the name of the book is Guiding the Family in mm-hmm. a Misguided World.
1: Yes, and you can and go to... And Related
0: the Finest and Biblical Principles.
1: And you can go to PastorMaryBrown.com or you can contact me directly because I know her. Yes. <laughs> and I can get you some books.
0: That's right. I yeah. love it. And just right. with my Gospel CD, I was right. trying to make Right, Gospel CD was a I, huge success. It was a huge success. Yeah. And I wasn't in making it like some people do things because... They want to set themselves on a stage or on a pedestal. Yeah. I just wanted that my song, my book, to minister to those who just needed ministry. Right. Who needed something positive in their lives. Right. I
1: think that's one of the things that keeps me putting things out into the, the world because you're not guaranteed to hit all one point however billion people that's on the planet. Right. That's right. That might not be um, you know the destiny. It might, you don't know. But I think when you know I wanted to I wanted to inspire somebody. Somebody that's I wanted it. to touch somebody, I wanted to make somebody uh feel a certain way or inspired to do something mm-hmm. of their own, then people you end up putting more love into the project. Yes, you do. And I think it makes the project spread even more because it's obvious this person cared mm-hmm. to put love into it. They planned it. They did mm-hmm. it. They executed it. And then next thing you know, everybody's talking about it. Or That's everybody's right. sharing it That's and things right. like that. So and doing it because you just absolutely want to do it. And That's you just right. like to do it.
0: Cause one of the ladies I think sometimes we I'm sorry I just, yeah. yeah. just want to share this
1: I think sometimes we get caught up in what it's, what the final thing is going to be Yes. like oh I wanted it to be this so I want it to look mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. sometimes just like do it and see what happens and me tell you
0: <laughs> something you know it, it must be alright because several people still call me do you know your song is being played on the radio I said I must have heard it once or twice but I give God the glory If it's ministering to you, fine. One of them told me, every time I listen to it, especially around Mother's Day, because I have a Mother's Day song, and that one is really touching, really. Mm -hmm. It is. And she said, every time I listen to it, she said, I have to cry. I said, well, baby, I feel the same way, but you know what? Is to let others know. Don't hurt your mom. Don't do anything right. to go against your family. Period. Yeah, I don't care do, if it's your daddy. Do everything
1: you can do, in love. Yes. And if, even if that means you have to love some of your family from a distance. That's right. At
0: least you love them. At least you love them. So
1: tell me this: What is some? What is maybe one of the greatest lessons, or you know, top however many lessons you want to share mm-hmm. that you got from uh, Grandma B?
0: Well, I'll tell you what I got from Grandma B.
1: What's Grandma's middle name? Does
0: she She have a never did name? have one. It was just Beatrice, Joseph, Okay. Let me tell you what I found out from this woman that I love. It was her forgiveness. Mm. That's what I got from her because as a child, young teenager coming up, I used to always ask her, "Why do you let people do you like that?" Yeah, they would do her wrong, and she would say, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it, Mary. Just don't worry about it. It' gonna be all right." But mm-hmm. what, I, what I got from her uh, prayer, mm-hmm. she would pray, pray. I would be at school sometimes. No, you know, mm-hmm. you had some back then. You got in and I would mm-hmm. call her. I want you to pray, because in my mind, if she prayed,
1: <laughs> she had that special. She had that special, special to me with God. <laughs> that First, uh, yeah.
0: first responder That's connection. First, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Because coming up when she would pray, I would see things happen because mm-hmm. her. Relationship with God to me was so powerful, so strong. And that's what I wanted to receive as well. And mm-hmm. I think I got part of it. I'm not as strong as yeah, she, but, but that and her faith. Yeah, faith. Her faith. And faith would, and forgiveness. And uh-huh, forgiveness. that's some pretty good lessons. Yes. And I would look at her and say, Oh Lord, but mm-hmm. I have to learn how to what? Grow into that. Yeah. The more I started studying for myself, the more I started reading for myself, the more I started seeking for myself, the more I started asking for myself. The same thing that was happening for her started happening for me.
1: So tell me this. What was the... You learned... <laughs> now, okay. You say you learned faith and forgiveness mm-hmm. and prayer from mm-hmm. Grandma B.
0: And uh cooking. And <laughs>
1: cooking, of course. And her pies, of yes. course. When you became a mother, was it hard to keep the faith and forgiveness?
0: Like No. No? no. Because I, I was... Because I was, some you people... You know like, why? Motherhood Be, is so stressful. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Because... I was in theology school and I said the things that they, they they had had like a, uh, they were strict. Mm -hmm. That's the thing I didn't want to put on my child. Mm
1: -hmm. I always did
0: say, if God ever blessed me, I want her to be free to roam or him to -hmm. do whatever the Lord say do. But in decency and honesty, don't Mm -hmm. try to hurt nobody while you're climbing up the ladder of success. Because as high as you can get up that ladder of success... He can, drop, he can you drop you like a hot just potato. Just like
1: that. Just like that. Yeah, definitely.
0: So you treat others like, you know, you want to be treated. And that right. was my goal for even you. Because mm-hmm. uh, if I could go back, you would come back as a little girl. Mama, they did this to me. They hit me. But the first thing I would say, don't fight. Tell the teacher. If the mm-hmm. teacher don't help, don't do anything about it, come tell Daddy and Mama. Yeah. we you'll go to the teacher. We also told you, learn how to get along with everybody. And yeah. Girl, you're doing a better job than Mama. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Well, yes, yes, I think you I've are. learned. I think a few different things that made it more comfortable for me to start mm-hmm. getting to know other kids was one we grew up with the similar bunch.
0: There you go.
1: So we learned each other's personalities mm-hmm. to the point where we were like little, little, you know, little pods of kids. Mm-hmm. We all hung out, same schools, yes, and, and summer camps and Girl Scouts and girl all this Scott stuff and all that. But I also think that. I had enough allies. You did. So I had enough friends where if there was a hater, well, you're going to have to hate all of us then. That's right. Because we're all friends. That's right. You know, so it helped to build that um, resilience, yes. I guess, a little bit. Having that support keep system. Keep your
0: self-esteem.
1: Yeah, it helps to keep, because it's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't care if you don't like me. I got all these people over yeah. here who do, you know. Um, but as, you, as a mother, what were some of the challenges you, Because I never Thomas, asked you this. I,
0: I, did, I did have a challenge. Let me tell you what my challenge was.
1: Other than not crying when you with me. Because <laughs> she used to say <laughs> she would feel bad. She would cry. Other than that, as a mother specifically, like mm-hmm. in motherhood, like once I popped out, mm-hmm. what were some of the challenges you had as mom?
0: As a mom? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you. That. One thing about you. Oh, she had to take her glasses off Oh, for yes, one. for this one no no it's good it's good okay you was a type of baby that slept well at night and let me tell you no 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 let me tell you why i'm saying that <laughs> <Still do. laughs> my mother used to say when you still still moving and moving she said feed her if she's wet dress her. babe i would sleep at night but one night your daddy got home and he wanted his baby in, in his own it's a little thing, but nothing bad. Nothing. Yeah. He said, I want to hold my baby. I said, Go ahead. I'm going to let her sleep with me. I
1: oh, and he dropped me?
0: And he dropped you. That's and the I, hardest thing you have to deal with. That wasn't bad at all. And all I asked, Where is the baby? He said, Oh, she's right here in my arm. You was on the floor crying. Oh, like, get funny. me off of this floor. Not, point, that must have been easy though. But you was an easy child. You were. Hmm. But you was a curious child. You was very independent. Hmm. Daddy can tell you more about it. You would, girl, if you wanted something I wasn't here, you would get a chair daddy do <laughs> You would stand on that chair, get on what you it. got, what you wanted, and did what you had to do. You always was <laughs> independent. And if so that was starting. hard for me, I can I just can't see it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have. I to guess re- I was I safe. I didn't. You, you were <laughs> No, you didn't hurt yourself. But I didn't have to worry about you. That's good. No, I really didn't have to I worry about. I was such a
1: nerd. You. I like to learn. I like to read. There you I love to put on phonics. That's right.
0: And then when you said you was teaching a dance class, I was a dance class. Well, you, I did. And you should everything you set your mind to. And all I would say, Lord, don't let nobody hurt my child. I would pray yeah. for you. And you excel at everything you touch.
1: I guess the hardest thing might have been my teenage time.
0: The only thing, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what (laughs) was the hardest for me. I'm going to tell you what it was. The hardest thing was for me, you planned everything for everybody else, and you always put yourself last. Really? That was the hardest thing. Yes, you did.
1: But that's still not hard, Mom. I'm asking you, like... Did you ever have hard times? But you sound like you had a breeze with motherhood. So I had a breeze I guess it with wasn't you too
0: bad. Because my mother told me what to do. Yeah, and that's good that I you had, had, a, had that. I had your uh, 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 at forty. At so 40. it's not like that's
1: true. It's not like I you were had like, your, 12, like I was trying, 12, 12, trying to figure I'm out 30, how to Trying to figure
0: things out. Yeah. My mother had already told me everything to do.
1: Yeah. And that's she great was, that she was around. And, and I remember we would go to her a lot. Yeah. What do you think about um Young ladies now in the, in our relationship, like how important it is to have either a mentor or an older, more mature, maybe they have more experience, you know, type of uh, of connection with someone. Like, do you feel like it's very important to have versus kind of trying to wing it by yourself? Or
0: I think every young lady should have a mentor, mm-hmm. somebody at least that have went through life, that have experienced hardship.
1: -hmm. Not only
0: hardship, but things, good things.
1: Yeah. Like professional success. Professional success. success.
0: Family success. Mm -hmm. And let them know don't always look for everything to be good because you're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some good days. But in your dealing with elderly people, if you get with the right person, they're going to steer you in the right direction. Right. And yes, I think everyone should. I don't care what's on television.
1: Because mm-hmm. you know what's it's on t- different it's from having different like a personal from having a
0: personal relationship with somebody a one on one. I look at the children today. I don't care how many counselors you might have in the school.
1: Yeah, they all I, need because I got
0: my master's in counseling. Right, but I went back and got my counseling in theology. So mm-hmm. spiritually, I can guide you that way as well. But you got to be careful how you would direct them because everybody don't think the way you do. Yeah, so you got to get the right person. That's going to be a good leader for you.
1: Yeah, someone on the on the same on the same page but in a way that's going to help kind of bump you to the next level. There keep you bumping go. you, keep bumping you. There you go. That's important. I, I want to get back into mentoring. I've been thinking about it and deciding which programs would be the right fit and looking into a few different ones cuz I did it a f- several years ago, mm-hmm. through one of the programs in New Orleans, and you know, you got to find the right programs when it comes to nonprofits. Oh,
0: They're not all it.
1: run the same, you know. They don't. So that's important.
0: But I'm so, young- go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, so I want to know from you before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. um In terms of you being a pastor, mm-hmm. that's such a wonderful accomplishment. It's something that really requires grit, I think, and Ooh, Lord, really yeah. requires someone who's not a quitter, that's for sure. You know, and someone who's going to... What, what do you think keeps you going? Um, because you're retired technically, but yes. you never actually retired. Um, so what what keeps you going, in both in the ministry and in just like in life? Like what keeps you creating all the time?
0: I think what keeps me going reflects back to my growing up years I was always sickly and <laughs> the doctor had told my mother I was gonna die at the age of one or two mm-hmm. something to do with my heart whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever what? but you know the point is she said they would take me to the doctor and she said all they had was a little bug and a horse mm-hmm. I said what she said yes and every time I would take to the doctor they would try this medicine they would try that medicine and she said, one day she decided, I'm throwing it. She said, she threw that medicine, and my daddy said, our child going to die. The doctor said, you have to give her that medicine. Mm-hmm. She said, the nurse, the doctor don't know what they're doing. They're giving all kind of stuff, and she never gets it. She doesn't get well. She mm-hmm. said, I'm going to pray and doctor on my child myself. And that's what Mama did. She said That's the story they told me. Yeah. And I know my daddy's not lying. I know my Mama's not lying. But as I grew, I knew I was sickly, because I couldn't stand going outside, couldn't stand the dust. Couldn't stand it being cold. Everything had to kind of be in order. Mm-hmm. But what made me continue to grow, I started praying for myself too. As mm-hmm. I got older. That, to make a long story short, I knew God was in my life. Put it like Very that. Very early on. Very early on. So by the age of nine. So your spiritual my awareness. My spiritual awareness started when I was nine years old. And I felt, I, and I felt the Holy Spirit. And I... Talking to me, in mm-hmm. other words. People didn't understand me. And, my, and some People in the ministry told my mom the reason they didn't understand, said, God you got her. And I didn't mm-hmm. know. I didn't know what I was going through. You never know what you're going through. So when mm-hmm. I got older, to make a long story short, I couldn't do field work, couldn't do housework, couldn't do heavy this, couldn't pick this, I couldn't do that. She said, go to school and get you an education. But even though when I was in school, the things I used to do, I always felt the Holy Spirit was with me. When, when they asked me to run for Miss Southern University, I told them no, because I wasn't going to put my mom and my daddy through all of that. Mm-hmm. Not then, Not not me. Then they asked me to be uh, the uh, uh, the AKA, not the AKA, the Alpha Phi Alpha Lion Sweetheart. I was shy then, but I speak too much now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got oh I got that position. Then all of a sudden we got to a place. We say, uh Mariko, somewhere off off of Southern University. We were dancing. And these people off the street came asking me to dance. And I said, no, I don't want to dance. And all of a sudden they said, come on, let's go. what we'll, guns gone here and there. You don't know what's going to, I knew God was protecting me. I tell people all the time, God must have caught the bullet. Then I went to one other place. I forgot the name of this place. And my girl, I just wanted to listen to a good band. And my girlfriend said, Get up, let's go. I said, go where? She looked what's on the floor. I didn't know if it was two men fighting, a woman and a man, or what it was, gun, coming out back then. But there's better than this today. I said, let's go. I knew then God was, what? In my mind, God was protecting me. Then I got in my room one day, and you want to know how all this came about? I started thinking how God was protecting me throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I started taking karate. And then I got hurt, hurt so bad. But I would I would joke a lot, still make people laugh. And like you said, people don't know the other side of me. I would make them laugh. So I went and told my friend, I said, I need to go to the infirmary. What for? I said, I can't walk, I can't Mary, go back in your room. Just clown, I couldn't walk. So I had to call and I went to the infirmary. I was protected from that. It's a lot of things I saw coming up. I saw girls go through a lot of things and go, never it never happened to me mm-hmm. so i knew it was a protection from the lord
1: so you're saying that what has kept you going is
0: god the faith is in,
1: knowing that you're not alone
0: uh, there you go
1: that god is always with that you that he's always with so me do you, so did you kind of feel like for you to go through these things see these things and be protected every single time there must be a higher calling that for you. was
0: a higher calling for me
1: yeah so it's very it's very motivating and, yeah. and it keeps you going because you know you have a purpose. I have a purpose. A very divine purpose.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than anybody else. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I mean
1: we all have a divine purpose. We pur- all
0: have purpose. a divine purpose. It's a well,
1: matter of whether or not you right. see it. Like I tell people. And whether or not you claim
0: it. You, that's it. When, that's you it. when you see it. When you see it. That's why I tell people many are called. A mm-hmm. few are chosen. Yeah. A few actually got, choose. And you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to you wait on until children. God's Put you through a test. And once he puts you through a test, he watches you. He observes you. People don't believe that, but I do. Mm -hmm. To see whether or not you are fit to what? For his kingdom. Yeah. To carry out the word to his people. But guess what? What's that? I know it's God.
1: Yeah, because you got a higher, higher calling. Yes. And higher purpose. Yes. And that's awesome. That's what it should be.
0: And I love it. And that's it keeps what, you going. It keeps me going.
1: Do you have like a mantra or something that you say to yourself that's kind of like...
0: Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness mm-hmm. and everything shall be added unto you. I love that.
1: That's a good one. What is that one again? Matthew?
0: Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33. That's what That's really me, cool. And when, even when I give messages sometimes, sometimes I might forget, but they know them now. What's my one of my favorites? Matthew 6.33. What does it say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, mm-hmm. and everything shall be added unto you. And then I have another one. What's the hmm? other one?
1: What's the other one?
0: Oh, ah, well, who else? Everybody know that one. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. you going to say,
1: everybody know that one. No,
0: everybody does not know that one. Psalm 23, uh-huh. the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's a good one. That's a very, I shall not walk. I want. shall not want. No need to want.
1: Uh, Fill in the blank. I wish I knew blank when I was blank.
0: I wish I knew Oprah. <laughs> oh.
1: That's a good one. When Okay, I wish I knew Oprah when I was playing.
0: When I was teaching.
1: Ah. Okay. Uh pick one. Hot or cold? Cold. Dancing or swimming? Swimming. Really?
0: Mhm.
1: Cooking or cleaning? Cooking. <laughs> Singing or telling jokes?
0: Wow, that's good. I love to sing and tell jokes. Singing. I know.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, preaching or teaching? Both. <laughs> I knew you were going to say both. I don't think you can separate the I two. I can't really.
0: separate them. you got to be a good teacher to be a good preacher.
1: Sewing or arts and crafts?
0: Arts and crafts,
1: because she used to teach arts and crafts. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Doing the, I will never forget the little, Easter, the Easter egg oh, basket. Lord. You pop yes, the balloon after you Lord. make this. That used to be all over that. How oh, that was fun.
0: <laughs> I loved it.
1: Um, salty or sweet? I like more salty. Salty. Okay. Uh, coffee or tea? Tea. Braids or a wig?
0: Braids. <laughs>
1: All right, my last question. Let's see, what's going to be my last question? Because I know you're getting tired. So is there anything that you want to tell young women out there, whether they are entrepreneurs or they're working for someone else? Do you have any last words of advice?
0: My only advice to you is be who you are, seek your goals, and work your plan. And mm. then plan your work. I like and that. And you will succeed nice yay Thanks. thank you <laughs> season 2
1: episode 1 Dr. Pa- wait, uh, which order do you say do you say Dr. Pastor Pastor
0: Doctor it matters now you can just say Mama Mary Brown <laughs> I know your mom Pastor Mary Brown pastor, Dr. Mary Brown
1: Dr. Ma- I like pastor, do- yeah, doctor, pastor yeah I like Pastor Doctor yeah that makes sense so Pastor Dr. Mary Brown that's right
0: Woo. Pastor Victor of Deliverance, yes, Outreach Ministry. Victor of Deliverance, Outreach Ministry. This is ministry. my 20th year. When people told me this was going to be closed, and then in the, you know, one year, because I was right across the street from a big old Catholic church, and I your said, church is still rolling after still rolling. You said 20? 20 years.
1: 20 years. And it's how out- about that?
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> Well, thank
1: you so much. You're I appreciate quite Love you. And thank
0: you. I love you too. Continue doing what you're doing. God bless you.
1: Thank you.